Why is it that people always come back? When I first broke up with my ex, literally the first person to like reach back out to me was a guy that I was seeing when I was living in Australia. They see you in a relationship and they're going, oh, wow, like I might never, ever get the chance with this person again because now they're locked in. Right. Right. So the second that kind of, you know, door gets the open option, again. Yeah. They want to get in before it's like actually too late for life. Mm -hmm. So like once you get in a relationship, they're like, fuck, is that door closed forever? But then the door, you know, reopens. opens, it peaks open. And then you're like, wait, let me shoot my shot again. Or sometimes they don't even want to actually date you. It's just to know that they still got it and they could still get you if they want to. Right. what's up guys and welcome back to the chemical x podcast i'm your girl alessia aka spice girl today for well you're always you know in a new look um i'm your girl veronica as usual and guys if you don't know i'm gonna say it as you know once again if you haven't already subscribed go subscribe now go leave us five stars on apple Podcasts. go follow us on apple Podcasts. follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok i'm i'm totally remixing my usual like thing that i say and i don't know anymore but basically like and leave a comment down below how about <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> i wanted to actually talk about how you were saying you know i change up my looks mm -hmm. not so that no med get tired of me <laughs> i mean that would be a good reason mm. you gotta always keep them on their toes guys you gotta be carlita one day and alessia the other <laughs> mean yeah mm -hmm. well yeah you know I'm channeling in my two uh, my pigtails, and it's it's just it's just the vibes today. You feeling good? Yes, I get like that too. I do like a sick hairstyle, and suddenly I think I'm better than everyone else. Well, I already feel like that, like on the everyday on basis. The, the regular. If I have two pigtails, forget it. It's over. Forget it. Get out of my way. Honestly, the bigger hoop I'm wearing, the more it's like don't walk in front of me because <laughs> you're gonna get pushed. <laughs> I don't know what it is about hoops, but like hoop I just earrings. I get this energy where I'm like, you want to fight, and then yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I do, and I'm like, never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So um, do you feel that way about like lingerie and stuff? Let's say you're in a relationship. Are you uh, are you still putting in the same amount of effort when you're in a relationship and it's been like two years? Are you going out of your way to order new lingerie to just shock your partner? Uh, the audience doesn't get shocked too often <laughs> in a long term <laughs> relationship. When you're in a new thing, you're a, a Victoria's Secret. You're ordering all the new lingerie, all the cute new sets three years in the relationship uh listen you've saw my they're getting your Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> they're getting your <laughs> your your Sundays your Mondays your Tuesdays your when they know what's up they know the the category of lingerie that you have it's listen guys lingerie is expensive eh like uh I'm not in a three-piece suit every time we're going to bed <laughs> I remember my ex-boyfriend was like okay I really want to get you new lingerie so we're like okay let's go to the store fun let's yeah go pick out stuff and then like I picked out like a bunch of stuff mm-hmm but then it's like, that's what he's seeing me now every day. No matter how much somebody gets you, that's your rotation after. That's your, it's in your rotation. It's like, if you love the mint and green one on me, well, <laughs> I mean, it's stained me at this point. <laughs> it's stained at this point. My ex loved this like mint thong I had that he got me. And I remember getting my period once and I fucked those up like royally. <laughs> and it's like you can't look at that thong the same after that it, it never goes back to its original let's oh, just say that you could wash it as many times as you want it's 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 it has trauma crispy cream donuts <laughs> <laughs> but uh my ex used to buy me a lot of lingerie actually throughout our relationship that's but true it was, yeah but it was one of those things where it's like you bought it for me i put it on because you bought it for me i wore it but when you're living together i can't explain that it's it's not it's not like a let me surprise them with candles and like the sickest. I'll be like lingerie is one of those things. Also, I'm a big like I love to like surprise somebody with wearing lingerie under an outfit. Same. But nobody preps you for like there's no outfit to wear lingerie under because it's always going to show. So there's no surprise. I see your stockings from a mile away. It's, what am I supposed to do? Put garters under jeans. It's really hard. And I've 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 had that um, problem a lot of times. Mm. And the only way to really do it is when you're both inside the house you're like hold on i'm just gonna go to the bathroom and then you put it all on but then you but start taking that. you start taking so much time because to, to freaking clip 
the fucking garter to clip the garter to the sock guys you're an athlete if you can do that oh and then what let me just bring my heels in the bathroom with me because i'm not gonna go raw dog socks you know you have to put the heels on yeah. you know you have to go full you have to do like you have to do but then you never yeah. guys it's so it's a, it's so true because it has to be like a give me two seconds like let me just go change into but it then it doesn't then take two seconds it doesn't take two seconds he's waiting there his dick's soft at this yeah. point because he's waiting he probably he's on his phone now he's on instagram he forgot that you even where you went <laughs> he doesn't and even like, know you're there they're struggling with your fucking garter trying to look sexy for him and then what he, you're gonna smash the, wait, the bathroom wait. door open and then you they open the back. door and you open the door and he's sleeping no because <laughs> you took too long but that's the thing with these like crazy outfits there's so not that many opportunities to do them like i'll do like a cute brawn panty and like that's the most i could get away with but once it starts being garter and the crisscross it's very hard to do well, it under an time. outfit it takes time and then it's off in a second. <laughs> they don't even, you know, they what don't I even do enough of the like, foreplay to enjoy the amount of time it took to put it on. Well, when they start trying to rip off my underwear right away, ah, pause off. Uh, yeah. You know how long it took me to get this yeah. on? Uh, marinated it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Pull it to the side. Yeah. And we're not taking it off. How about Literally. That? <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck? You know what I did? They're, that is the most. right away going and snap your bra. Whoa. Yeah. I put effort into this. Yeah. Enjoy. 100%. You can see my nipple through the fucking bra. You don't need to take it off, okay? <laughs> I'm not wearing this for no reason here. Staying on. Girls go through so much. It's actually insane. It's insane. <laughs> but you know what? I actually love lingerie, and I really do. But it's just one of those things that at a point you realize, do we even give a fuck about this? Um, the more we talk about this, the more I'm realizing why we're single. Not at all. <laughs> Could be. Maybe. So I guess the uh, the tip here is I know you might not want to do it, but do it for your partner. I think it's very fun to do it every once in a while. Yeah. It's unsustainable to want it all the time. Yeah. And it just doesn't go on my outfits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. In a perfect world, you're wearing a trench coat and you just yank it off and you're you're a sex machine under there it just in real life it doesn't work like that you come home from a day you're drinking I you're know. there's no time it's a chances mess. are you're hooking up what do you excuse me give me give me a, a nice 15 minute or like it just ruins that it actually ruins I think the, the vibe. only time i was very successful at it was when uh, i remember my ex like left he like left to go do something. He's like, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I had 20 minutes to be like, okay, yes. garter one on. But if they're in the same premises as you, it's impossible. And that's so true. I've had a couple of... You're struggling and then the garter is really not attaching to your... Exactly. Your, uh, you have to have that like, hey, I'm actually coming over and you know that it's just to fuck. Like, yeah. you know that there's no there's no date. There's no like extra fluff. Like, it's like, then you're 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 ready to go with your, with your role. Yeah. But, you can't you know what i realized also some guys don't even want the entire like Get whole up. system because <laughs> it's a system they don't know what to do with it they though. don't even know have you ever seen a guy try to unbutton a garter it's very like well i will just even, keep this on. i don't even know how to do it so i get it i well, totally get it but i, I feel do like the underwear over the garter so that if if we're like let's say you want to take my underwear off we just take it off and you just put the underwear on last over the garters oh yeah wow yeah, i've hack. never done that that's a hack you put it on over but i'm actually over garters <laughs> bra and patty like, that apparently hack. my dog too your dog hates garters no no <laughs> but you know what i realized i think a lot of guys they just want a naked body well yes but what i was gonna say is sometimes it doesn't take much for, well listen for any man it does not take much yeah but like i don't know like for me baby doll dresses were very you know my ex loved that really yeah i get it though innocent cute innocent he's like everything she's not <laughs> can you dress like, like can you put those pigtails back on actually when you put the baby can you doll? dress like how you're not <laughs> which is definitely not innocent and cute <laughs> that's what they always want i think it just depends like the um the scene I just think a lot of guys think that like, you're either really into lingerie and you love lingerie or you don't really have an opinion on it. Yeah. And like, that's what it is. Like at the end of the day, a guy just wants you naked. Yeah. They don't care if your underwear is the same shade of black. They're it's just so like, true. look, rip and, it off. And how do you feel about fucking in like heels? I think it's hot. It's sexy. It's fun. Yeah. But in a three-year relationship, <laughs> it's not happening. But that's the thing. We should be doing that in a three-year relationship. I mean, look. 
look there's yes. you know there's valentine's day there's, there's the times days. we pop out of nowhere and we're like just there's also a difference i have to say between dating like like in a relationship with someone you're not living with and yeah. living with someone because it's very hard to do surprises and something when you guys are together 24 7 it's like i want to surprise you but you're going why are you taking 20 minutes in the bathroom like that's not your r- usual routine you know what i mean like it's there's no leeway it's like yeah. you share the same closet the same bed you know exactly what i'm doing you know when i'm going to grab the heels what's gonna happen like <laughs> yeah. there's no surprise yeah uh, what do you think actually speaking of that what do you think about people having separate rooms like you and your boyfriend having separate rooms living in the same place you probably sleep in the same bed but you have your own room like your own space um i think bathroom for me is a hundred percent like you want your need. own bathroom i always i would always want my own bathroom for interesting. sure interesting i'm not sharing a closet with my man uh no and not, uh, unless it's a i fucking- want my own bathroom that's interesting. I, I can see that. I'm a mess. Bathroom. I have a million products. Like, I yeah. don't need to start sharing it with you. Right. <laughs> okay. And they have, like, one little pouch, which is, like, a razor, a toothbrush. They have yeah. nothing. And we don't even want to give them that space. We're like, no. It's like, can you move your... Can you like, move your... Like, you're actually taking up all the space. They have, it's so true. They have one little pouch. They have one little thing, and it's like, clean up your shit. You're making a mess. We want all my lip liners are there, all my makeup. <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes I hear about people that like really, I have actually a couple of friends that like to have separate rooms with their boyfriends and sometimes they'll go sleep in their own bed and stuff. And I actually kind of get it in a way. I don't think personally that I would want that, but I do get having your own space. Wait, okay, hold on. If you are living with your man and you're sleeping in two different beds, just break up. No, I know it like initially Wait, you would what? That, I would die. But I would think, I know there's like a lot of people that I would just wake up, like to punch you in the own- face and then go back <laughs> in my bed. Listen, if my boyfriend wanted to have his own bed, we'd have an issue. But if it was me who wanted it, listen, I could understand. I want to punch you in the face because you fell asleep before me and you're snoring. <laughs> like, I want to wake up and you're trampled on top of me. Oh, yeah. Like, are you a cuddler? Yes. I'm a big cuddler. Yes. I'm like, your your hands are not leaving my Sometimes body. Sometimes I'm like too needy though. Oh, I'm too needy. Wait, are we the same with that? Okay, wait. I'm too needy. Well, and you know what's funny is we're not affectionate people in no. general. But when it comes to like my man, yeah. your hands don't leave my body. But like public, no. Yeah, no. But um, in the bedroom. In the- <laughs> so ugly in private in private Ew, why does that sound so well i used to get in so many fights with my ex because he would fall asleep and i'd be like and i i'd ask for like too much and then he's falling asleep yeah he wants to fucking turn over he wants his own space which i want too but if you're falling asleep before me and i'm not asleep why are you letting go of my ribs 100 percent. you know what i mean it's not allowed and like a, another thing with my ex that was like okay i'm gonna call it do i, do I want to call my ex back <laughs> i don't know if well it's all men they just knock the fuck out they don't they don't have like an intermission and like they have to like get into their thoughts then fall asleep it's like they they lay their head on the pillow and they knock the fuck out right and to me like my ex would snore and then i would have a harder time going to bed Mm -hmm. because like he's snoring so i literally want to i would wake him up beat like literally punch him and be like you're making so much noise like Wait till I fall asleep and then you could go to bed. Be a gentleman. At I'm least. not even joking. There were times where like I would go to bed and then he would go to bed. Yeah. Well, like, be a gentleman. <laughs> like I'd have to go to bed and try and fall asleep first and then he would come join. Because if he falls asleep before me, he's getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but I get it. I've never actually been with like a snorer snorer. Like my ex in some position. Well, no one admits it. I didn't even snore that much. I take videos. <laughs> I take fucking videos. I'm like, this is what I'm dealing with. but um one thing for me that well first of all cuddling is like you don't get to let go of my body and i'm like if i wake up and you're not touching me like i'm gonna wake i will turn your body over so that (laughs) you're cuddling me like there's no it's there's there's no option i don't care if your arm is dead i don't care if you're not comfortable like you're sectioned to me (laughs) we're stuck and my ex would always turn the other way the opposite way and then I, and, and for him, for him to be comfortable, he needs to be the opposite. Like yeah. his back needs to be to me. Yeah. Which is so rude. 100%. So I would get that's up. The, that's the rudest feeling. Eh? By the way, when like, you're cuddling and you feel their back to you, you're like, well, if you hate me, just leave. Well, if you want to break up, just tell me. Well, if you actually, <laughs> if this is over, we could have the talk now. Do you understand what I've done? I've gotten up from the bed, walked on the other side. 
and scooched in, guys, on the side. I've done no problem. Thing. You can no be, stress. You can be backs to the wall, no problem. But I'm gonna be on the other side. <laughs> I'm coming with baby. You know, have you ever seen that video where it's like what girls expect you to do when you're cuddling and like they're cuddling and yeah. he just grabs her over and puts her on the other side? That's my dream. Yeah. That's what I need to happen to me. Yeah. As long as I fall asleep and we're cuddling, then when I'm sleeping, get the fuck off of me for sure. <laughs> do what you need to do. Yeah. But I have this system where as soon as you like, it's like, it's like an alarm system. As soon as your arm comes off, it's like, hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Denied like i feel it in my sleep i feel like you're not cuddling me but i actually feel bad for guys because their hands go numb like especially when they like scoop you from underneath and then like they're dying like they're just like i want my arm back and we're like nope but i used to have this thing um for me something that's really important to me is that we would go to bed at the same time and i know that's so weird <laughs> meanwhile i'm telling you uh, i gotta yeah. get in the bed before <laughs> make sure he's on storing <laughs> this shit no one like sees but like something that was just so important to me was that we would go to bed at the same time so like i hated hated with a passion if like i would be going to bed and it's like okay like i'm tired now like let's go to bed and he would still be like watching a movie in the other room like i'll be like okay well either i'm gonna stay up with you until the movie's done or like come to bed with me now like there there was it didn't exist that we would go to bed at different times and if we would i would be fucking pissed and not only that is i wouldn't sleep until he would get in the bed like i needed to fall asleep together yeah and it was very important to me that we fell asleep together i found it was like if we don't go to bed together, the connection is off. And I know that sounds really no, deep and really true. weird, but I needed us to fall asleep together. Like a lot of the time, same thing in the past, he'd be watching a movie and I'd, I'd be in the bed, but I wouldn't yeah. be sleeping. Yeah. I'd be waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. And I think that's why men just knock the fuck out when they get a bed at us. No worries, man. We're waiting. We're waiting. When's the movie going to be over? But it's, it's true. Even when I would try to go to bed without him, I wouldn't fall asleep yeah. until he would come in the bed. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But like for me, that's something that's so important in a relationship yeah. when you're living together. Or I guess not, obviously, even if you're not living together, but yeah. just going to bed at the same time. For me, it was like, you don't love me if you're not coming to bed with me at the same time. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, why don't you want to share this moment of going to bed together? Yeah. Why do you want to what? fall i used to get so pissed when he would fall asleep on the couch and i would be waiting 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 and then i would be like where the fuck it's three hours i'm waiting and i would get up and he's sleeping on the couch oh but i think that it actually means a lot about your relationship if one is always falling asleep on the couch or (laughs) okay it wasn't always happening but if you guys are always going to like to bed not together i don't know for me that would be like a really big red flag for me that would be a a very big red flag yeah i i don't think that i would like that yeah well guys this is i'm not sure the route we wanted to go this episode well actually speaking about exes guys uh, do i have a story for you i was out recently and uh, i was at a place where you know everyone in montreal goes but it's not my usual place where like you know you know when you go to your like three spots you know who you're gonna see you know the roster of people that come joe there. nick and harry joe nick and harry you know uh, <laughs> it's always joe and nick fuck at least bring the other jonah's brother in what's his fucking name kevin kevin joe nick and kevin okay <laughs> kevin doesn't roll off the tongue thung. Thung. <laughs> leave me alone thung. so yeah so i went out to this place and it's a place where like there's kind of every group so you don't really know who's gonna be there like you could be running into anybody okay and uh lo and behold who did i run into my ex and not my ex of recently my ex of five years ago my infamous toxic ex the one that gave me all my you know i I wouldn't say trust issues because they weren't really (laughs) trust issues but he was definitely my first relationship that jealousy was a big part of and i think it gave me this like ptsd anxiety about jealousy you know and since we broke up i had guys this is the ex by the way that broke up with me over a picture just in case anybody wants to uh you know remember the story you guys just want to go on my instagram when i delete it there's gonna be one pic left and it's gonna be that one and it's me on an atv anyways so anyways so you want to pick him up? I guess. Prado, come here. Prado, come here. Fuck, he's annoying. <laughs> They're all the same, these dogs. 
So I run into him and he's not somebody like I've actually run into him before because we share similar friends. Like he's close friends with my cousin who I'm actually close friends with. So we share like overlapping groups of friends. So I've seen him around. He's also friends with my brother. So there's been many instances where like so true i'm like hey what's up (laughs) hey we just spoke about you on the podcast yeah like so crazy but i so it's not the it's not like i haven't seen him in five years like i've definitely run into him he had a new girlfriend he had a like maybe like two girlfriends since we had broken up um he had actually met my ex-boyfriends um they met each other like there was no problems in between them but the way that we met this time was just so different from all the other times because I think it was the first time. A lot time, of time has passed. Too. A lot of time has passed. I was single. He was recently single. It was just this like weird conversation of like, look how far we've come. Oh, he's single too now. Yeah, he's like recently single. So we you were having a what? You down? <laughs> Listen, yeah, I don't go backwards, eh? um so we were having this conversation and it was so funny because like i said guys i've run into him in the past like we've had conversations we actually wanted to get him to come on the podcast like this isn't like a i begged him i saw him at a party you what i begged him i heard banged i was like wait hold on okay what is that what you think of our sabotage (laughs) um i begged him i was like please like it'll be so good and like i I felt like i actually had him like i had him well he said he said you almost had me like i was this close and then i was like no no what am i doing what am i doing so anyways guys this was the craziest conversation of my life (laughs) (laughs) of your what (laughs) i don't think prado likes my ex (laughs) <laughs> he just barfed at the thought of him <laughs> so this was the craziest conversation that i've had in a while i have to say so we we start talking and i'm like what are you up to like what's new in your life you know like there's obviously nothing it's so long since we were dating that there's not even any hard feelings anymore it's not even like like we both we were both there like we had a fucking toxic relationship like you were the worst to me and he's like yeah i know you know yeah. so there's no there's no none of that like shade. It's like straight up we we had a shitty relationship and we're both on the same page. You're like, let's laugh about it. Like you know? it's the first time you're both agreeing. Like something. it's the first time that we're like so far past it that we could l- actually laugh and be like, this was a fucked up relationship. Yeah. Um, and he was just saying so many things. He was like, you know, when I had met your ex-boyfriend, my most recent ex-boyfriend, he's like, I really thought that you guys were gonna end up together. Like even as your ex like i was like you guys are gonna get married and like just hearing that from your ex-boyfriend is the weirdest thing to hear (laughs) do you know what i mean he was probably like i couldn't give her what she wanted but like definitely he's a way better fit for her and then you guys break up like he was probably like what the fuck anyways so he was like you know i was genuinely shocked when you guys broke up i really thought that you guys were gonna get married and he's like you know even coming from me your ex like i know it sounds weird but he's like i really knew you and like i knew the kind of person you are and he's like you know you're you're so easygoing and you let so much shit slide like he must have really fucked up for you guys to break up and i was like wait hold the phone hold let shit slide now it's like is that, is that what you're telling everybody about me like god don't think people can come around and play me okay like whoa wait let so much slide yeah i was like if you didn't get your confirmation that he cheated on oh, you <laughs> when he said that i went he cheated on me and not only once he cheated on me many times let shit slide suddenly all the images started floating back i was like i don't know if we're on good terms after all <laughs> Anyways, we're having a whole conversation and he was telling me, you know, because this is a guy that I dated and we knew that we were not the right fit for each other. He was super possessive, super jealous. And I obviously am like the entire, like the last person you would want to date as a and jealous you know person. That, you know that some girls will will be okay with handling someone who's possessive because they want someone who really yeah. like loves them and shows them that much attention. So I think that, yeah, it's not the best quality to have. But for somebody else, it might work. I, I don't think in, in, in yeah. many circumstances it works. But I actually know of girls who, like, love when their man is, like, possessive, obsessive. Yeah. So I think he's just, like, with the wrong chick. So the thing is, he wasn't possessive, obsessive. He was jealous. So it wasn't like the, like, I actually like protective, possessive. You know, like, that kind of, like, your mind vibe. 
but I don't like when it's like, who the fuck are you looking at? Why are you wearing that? Like I, that, that for me is like another yeah. level. And he was more of like a, why are you wearing that? Like, don't worry. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. Like, why you want to so go there? No why do you want to work here? was in the making Ooh. of this uh, relationship. <laughs> um, he's so, the type where you're going to wear lingerie for him. And who, who sold you that? Was why that a guy or get a girl? That? Yeah. Why'd you get that? How long have you had this? <laughs> did you use this on your ex-boyfriend? Hundred- Not at all. Why are you wearing makeup, babe, for you? like one of those anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so but guys like this was a long time ago we were both like we said we were both <laughs> toxic we both knew that it was not a good relationship um and and i straight up told him by the way i said don't get me wrong eh? you were toxic in this like i was not toxic he's like i know i was like good like just so it's clear like just so you tell the message around the block that it was you um and you're so easy going yeah i'm so and like, so much shit's live oh fuck it's like can i be mad at you for cheating on me even though i don't know for sure but five years later fuck so guys we were really and we had spoken about you know after our breakup like we're just not the right fit people and i've actually spoken about this like i don't think that i was just the right girl for him like i think he really wanted this like good girl stay at home girl this like conservative type of girl like a, a mamarel in my eyes you know like a, a motherly housewife vibe conservative like that's just the girl that i always saw him with because that seemed like that's what he wanted and you know obviously i'm the total opposite of that and i was always just like look it wasn't like there's nothing wrong but with it, we're just i not hate the right that we're even saying this right now because honestly find you a girl who could be both sure no no problem but you know i just I mean? don't think he wanted any side of what he I didn't want anything he didn't want anything to he didn't do want with a girl who went out who had friends it was really like bad yeah it was one of those so it was it was really one of those so i always thought like he's gonna find a girl he's gonna find that good girl that he wants and like he's gonna realize that that's what he wants and so when i was speaking to him he was like you know like i I was dating this girl and she was everything that I thought that I wanted, you know, like the good girl. She didn't go out. She didn't, you know, she wasn't always with her friends. And then he was bored out of his mind. And he was like, you know, I had exactly what I thought I wanted and I'm bored. Like I'm bored. I fucking hate men. I swear to God. It's just so funny to me because even I, as his ex-girlfriend thought that that's what he wanted too, based off of the way that he would act. I really thought that that's the kind of girl he wanted. And I think he thought that too. And like he finally got it. And it's so funny that you could think that you want this certain type of person. Mm-hmm. You think that you like, this is the person for you. And you finally get them and you realize like, holy shit, like after all, like this doesn't work. And I think in those moments, he was like, oh my God, like I've been doing this all wrong. Like I thought I wanted yeah. a good girl, but really I want, I want to freak in the sheets. I want to fucking, I- you know what bothers me so much about men is they meet you and they know exactly who you are. Like, I'm somebody who always yeah. likes dressing up. I'm always going to, you know, if I want to show my tits, like, I'm not hooking up with a bunch of guys and cheating on you. Yeah. But, like, I do it for myself. And, like, when we go out, you should be like, wow, I'm so happy yeah. that I have her by my side. Right. Right? So they they love this when they meet you. And then they get you and they're and they're dating you. And then all of a sudden things start to become slutty. And then it's not what they want. And that bothers me so much about so men. Much. I'm sorry. Stay in your lane then. Well, literally don't come up to me. If you meet me and that's what you're seeing, then that's what you're going to get if you date me. Yeah. Like I don't change for you. But I think a lot of guys think that in a committed relationship, you're going to like go. You're going to like somehow dim down who you are to fit the box of what they feel like their girlfriend and should be. And you know be. what though? Because yeah, they might have people in their life where they see like relationships happening and then the girl becomes more wholesome or she changes a little bit who she is. So they expect like every girl mm-hmm. that they're going to date to do the same and it's just like no, go find someone else then. And then look, you go find somebody else and then you're fucking bored. So and like not I'm not going to change who I am. Either be happy with who I am or walk the fuck away. Exactly. And that's the craziest thing guys is that I spent so long thinking like I don't know. I think that relationship dating somebody who doesn't like the person that you are really affected me. Yeah. And like, I really wanted to make a whole episode about this, but like that relationship really made me feel. And even to this day, put in certain mindsets in my mind that I'm in a certain way unlovable. I swear because of that relationship, there's so many things mentally that that relationship left on my, mm-hmm. like left a mark on my mind because of the idea that I felt like I 
was not a lovable person because of who I was, right? But it's so funny all these years later for him to turn around and be like, that's not the kind of girl that I want. I realized I was wrong. I realized that you were like an amazing, like he, he was just saying so much stuff. Like I learned so much from a relationship. Like I didn't realize the type of person you were at the time. Like, you know, just saying so many nice things about me and the relationship. And I don't remember the relationship in that light because obviously it was kind of negative for me the whole mm-hmm. time. But he was like, you know, you were so driven and like you really inspired me to do so much. And like I watch you go and I'm just like so proud of you. And like they always you're so motivating. They and I'm like, always come back. It's crazy. So this week we're the jumpsuit girls. We are ready to jump out of a plane and look good doing it. And if you, you know, want to steal the look, you're going to head over to carteblancheshop.com and uh, check out all the consignment goods that they have. They have some luxury bags, luxury shoes, luxury clothing, and um, from super popular brands like mm-hmm. IMGia or Poster Girl, just pretty much everything that you want and at the price you want because we're giving you a discount code. Yeah, guys. So all you have to do is go on their website and use our discount code chemicalx 25 at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. And if you're one of our boys, uh, men listening to this podcast, then you know that to get the ladies, you got to be in a nice fitted suit because there's, there's nothing better. You, I'm attracted to a man who, you know, can be in a nice suit. Ooh, with a snap too and everything. It's very yeah. bossy. Oh, you like a boss, right? Yeah. Um, so if you want to look like a boss, you don't necessarily yeah. need to be a boss. So you just got to look like a boss. You're going to head over to izotti.com and get yourself a tailor-made, Italian-made bespoke suit. So head over to izotti.com and use our discount code. ChemicalX at checkout to receive 20% off your first suit or your... 30 it's suit it's not how many suits you have it's how well it fits crazy how somebody who can make you made you feel so shit about who you were is like actually praising five you. years later praising you con- like praising you for who you are for sticking to like who you are and like just being strong so guys if this is not a lesson that they always come back they always come back it's just about like knowing your worth and the fact that they can't fuck with you Makes You'll them always you leave an imprint on yeah. them. And I think that's what it was. It's like, I didn't change for you. You couldn't change me. And now you're looking back and being like, damn, like you really stood on your own two feet. Yeah. And it was just so crazy to me. Just everything, just the way that he, you know, went full circle on this relationship and how he like, you know, is proud of me now and all this stuff. And just like, it was really crazy to me that even I, as a person who I really thought that type of girl would be good for him. It just wasn't. And it's so funny that you could spend your whole life thinking that you need this certain type of person and you finally get it and you realize it's not what you want. And like, I get that because I've been in situations where I've been like, you know, I really want this kind of guy or I really don't want this. And then I get it and I'm like, wait, I actually kind of like this, you know? So it's really Mm -hmm. hard to say what you want until you have it. Mm-hmm. you know and i think even him now maybe he, he and it's also like you always want what you don't have right yeah because he had the girl that he had you <laughs> i was gonna say he had the slut so you know because he had the slut he i love wanted, my friends you know, <laughs> he wanted the innocent girl and then he got sure. the innocent girl and he's like i want the slut and um, thank you and there goes life thank and you and that's life but guys <laughs> exes i realize no matter how long it is at some point they always come back Mm -hmm. and that was just a really crazy moment for me yeah and it was it was a little bit like closure even though i i I never thought about this relationship again it was so satisfying in a way to like have this conversation to know his point of view and to like to be on the same page of like our relationship was fucked up what happened was fucked up but like we're so far gone that there's not even like an ounce of bad blood like we can just laugh about it and we're good yeah you know but then it's like bitch like you changed so many things about my mind. Like, I'm actually still pissed at you. A hundred percent. hundred percent. And for him to turn around and be like, I actually realized that, like, I like who you are. Excuse me. You changed. You made me feel shit about myself for I don't know how many years. And now what? Now you like me. Now it's chill. Now I'm proud of you. Well, now Crazy. he's ready to get back. It's great. <laughs> they are they're always ready to it's come insane. running back. It's insane. Even the guy I was, like, kind of, like, seeing who lived in Miami, he, like, wrote to me the other day. And I'm just like, what? Like hey what's up miss you let's let's get away and i'm like what no why is it that people always come back 
like what's the reasoning because when i first got out of my um relationship when i first broke up with my ex literally the first person to like reach back out to me was a guy that i was seeing when i was living in australia we had like a semi like we were dating whatever he was the first person to like start calling me up again i hadn't spoken to him in like four years yeah he was like hey we were just facetiming i'm like you know what what i think why do they always come back you know what i think it also is a bit they see you in a relationship and they're going oh wow like i might never ever get the chance with this person again because now they're locked in right right so the second that kind of you know door gets open again yeah they want to get in before it's like actually too late for life Mm -hmm. does that make sense well it's true because these all these people realize because they kind of because i think it's different when it's an ex because they kind of had you at a point yeah it's not like strangers that you you like had a thing with but never it Mm. never amounted to anything always have in the back of their head like what if right so like once you get in a relationship they're like fuck is that door closed forever but then the door you know opens it peaks open and then you're like wait let me shoot my shot again or sometimes they don't even want to actually date you it's just to know that they still got it and they could still get you if they want to right sometimes it's just to see like it's it's for their own ego Mm -hmm. if that makes sense right i get it yeah i get it but it's crazy it's crazy how they always come back it's a tried and true method and they might might take years might take five years six years and i feel like I've been in like not masculine energy, but I feel and I don't know if you can only be a fuck girl if like you're fucking a bunch of guys because I'm not. But I feel like every kind of guy I talk to most of the time, I'm like less invested mm-hmm. and more of the fuck girl. And I feel like they want to date you more, obviously, oh, yeah. because you're giving that energy, but they also respect you more. And I'm like, this is disgusting to watch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when yeah. you see like, and then people will talk about that same person and be like, oh my God, he's such an asshole. Oh my God, he doesn't give you the time of day. And I'm like, really? That's not my experience. But then I look inward and I'm like, well, that's because you're being a bigger fuck girl than, than he's trying to be a fuck boy to you. Well, that has always been my experience is like, I would would be like dating these guys. These guys mean guy making it seem like it's hundred guys. Well, I'm sounding like I fuck uh, fucking six guys a week. I'll, I'll actually make it more. I would say there was about like two guys that I dated that were like infamous fuck boys, but I was just like not into them. Like I was like dating them. It was fun, whatever. But it made me in the end be the fuck boy. And they, uh, when I tell you that these guys never wanted a relationship more in their life than when I was just like, yeah. I don't care. Like, but the reality is, is I'm not playing a game. I just actually don't care about you. I think that's the thing. We think a lot of the times, like, how do you play the game? It's like, there's no game. There's no game. Always. It's always like one person's more interested or people just want what they can't have. And when a fuck boy is so used to being the one who doesn't give a fuck, it's the same thing with me. I, I, in general, don't usually give a fuck about like people. Like I actually don't care about people. And that's why I don't go on dates. That's why I don't like invest my time. And I feel like that's why you actually just end up in more relationships. Yeah. But it's also because like, you don't care so like you're you're kind of like, just whatever yeah and then when i do find somebody i care about i'm like oh my god you know but like for the most part i don't care but that attracts more people to me because i don't care yeah it's like everybody wants to get your attention yeah and you're like but i don't care yeah. you know but then when i really do care about someone then i'm like very invested and like yeah. oh my god you know sometimes i talk to girls and they're like asking me for advice or whatever and i could just see in the tone and and the things they're saying I'm like, you just sound too needy. Mm-hmm. And you could see like the overall problem here. Yeah. Is that he knows he could have you if he wants. And that's why he ain't running. Yeah. Girl, do your thing. Run along. Fucking find things to do and don't give that attention. Find things to do. It's not even about, it's really not about playing a game for me. There's it's no not. game. For me, there's either. no game. There's no game. I live my life. I'm working on my shit. I'm working on my shit. I have so much to do that even if I like you, I still can't devote all my time to you. Even if I'm fucking obsessed with you, I still can't devote all my time to you because I have shit to do. But that's the real way of how a girl becomes a fuck girl without actually like trying to do it. But that's how you get somebody interested because you're not devoting all your time to them. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying it happens regardless of if I'm into you or not. I just have... I have a life. I have shit going for me. I'm always going to prioritize going out with my friends. I'm never going to cancel out all my friends. I'm still going to go out with them. I'm still going to make time for them. I'm still going to make time to do the things that I want to do. 
and then mm-hmm. in turn that makes you like you're not giving up all your time to someone even if you like them and it's and yeah, then actually they die they die for literally yeah. one second of yeah. the time but it's more important if you like somebody it's actually more important yeah. and, and it obviously but happens- guys i want to even say if you are talking to someone and then they ask you to do something but you had a plan already to be with girlfriends mm-hmm. and you cancel your plans with your girlfriend or whatever no no don't do that no see your plans through and then make just be like i can't sorry let's do a rain check yeah because if you're gonna cancel your plans to be with this guy that you like like then you're gonna cancel everything in your life yeah to be with this person and you're gonna lose yourself in the process absolutely rain check make a date and also it's showing the guy like you're not available to him at all times Mm -hmm. he's got to prioritize he's got a plan these are all attractive things that a guy has to do in order to get you yeah i think at the end of the day guys like to work a little bit for what they want and when you have a life and when you have a schedule and they need to abide by that schedule it's 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 but they like that it's it's literally life though it's not just men yeah yeah it's life everyone it's either or even a a, a girl it's the same thing on the other same thing let me give you an example why do we all want a birkin because we can't just get one Mm -hmm. and that's why it holds its value that's why everybody wants it even more than any other ysl bag Mm -hmm. you know it's because you can't just have it so the same way you are with a birkin is the same way you have to be in a relationship yeah um i think the most important thing is not doing things for another person and like i think that's why naturally yeah in a sense we are that way it's easy to do it because i'm not not doing anything to do it i'm just a busy person i have a life i have my friends i have my family i have my things that i like i go to the gym whatever it is that i do i keep that and i don't change it for a guy you know, I'm I'm really that type of person. Yeah. And it comes naturally to me. I don't do it to get a guy. I don't do it to keep interest. It's just how I am. And yeah. I think that's something that everyone should do, guy or girl. It's like, always keep your stuff. Like, I was actually saying today to someone, like, for me, it's a huge turnoff if a guy would call off work for me. <gasps> like, if a guy would call in sick to see me, I would be turned off. Well, that is the biggest red flag there ever was. Okay, so can we discuss this? Oh my so God. For me, and even I. And I've seen it happen, and yeah. I'm just like, oh no, this. It's, it's happened to me in the beginning of all my relationships. And every time somebody did it, I was like, don't do not do this again. I want you to go to work. I want you to prioritize See, your goals is, and your job before me. The problem me. is the fact that we're even having to say that to somebody, yeah. it's wrong. Yeah. You know, because if you're with somebody who's literally a go getter, um, they have goals for themselves like they're not just canceling work to see you yeah yeah they want to see you that's fine that's amazing mm-hmm. but also they're gonna work it around their schedule they're not gonna cancel to see you uh, exactly. i don't i really like for me what it tells me is like you don't prioritize your work and you're willing to like cancel other things in your life to see me which makes me feel like your priorities are a little bit off like i like when somebody balances the same energy that i have and i will never take off work for a guy yeah like okay we're going on a trip whatever we're going to do this certain specific thing no problem yeah but am i gonna call in sick because i want to what cuddle in bed i'm not gonna do that no 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 and like that's something that's really like a core value as much as i want to do it and whatever it's not about wanting to do it it's about like i will always keep my like priorities in line yeah. and like i'm always going to keep my life first you know and that's something you that is so important that. to me like somebody that prioritizes their life and that won't you don't get you guys don't understand like and i think that's why a lot of girls are attracted to like successful men too it's because they find it so hot that they're successful but the reason they're successful is because they didn't just cancel work yeah you know what i mean they they stayed focused on their goals and i think that's like women we need to learn to do that like even more yeah for sure because we're very adaptable as women and we're very nurturing yeah, so like we'll, we'll be like be there oh, we'll, we'll like, adapt we'll understand but i think you can't be like that no, like even that. another thing is like even a guy who would like cancel all his plans with his friends cancel all his things just to see me no have your life i want you to see your friends i would prefer and I look, that you go see your friends yeah. and we can't chill i would be happier that you do that also because the then build like, up of seeing each yeah. other just becomes that much better too 100%. and you know what it's like it's like I, I look back to like past relationships mm-hmm. and I notice that. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's a red flag. Yeah. No, you shouldn't be canceling work. You should be prioritizing yourself. And, uh, and I've always felt like a bitch kind of in a relationship like that too because I felt like I did it, but then I felt kind of 
like bad for doing it because somebody was willing to do it for me Mm -hmm. but then I wasn't willing to do it for someone else but then I feel like when you're with somebody who has the same like value and does the same thing then you won't feel as like bad yeah no I get it but I'm straight up about it I'm like look like this is yeah this is my priorities and I and I'm always straight up in a relationship like I'll always be like look never miss an opportunity for me do not ever cancel an opportunity do not ever cancel a plan do not ever do anything based on this relationship yeah. and based on me because I promise you I will see you through every opportunity and if I can't be there then what's best is for you to follow that opportunity mm-hmm. and that just might be me the type of person I'm the same I am i very much prioritize dreams goals ambitions you know whatever like in business career and stuff like that that's just how i am i could never live with myself if i watch somebody not take opportunities and i think because of me i think it also comes from like me putting myself in the position of them and being like if i was in this opportunity i don't want to feel guilty for doing it because i'm gonna do it yes so you do it too exactly you know like prioritize your goals first i want to be on the same page that we're both gonna prioritize ourselves and prioritize our lives because then there's less like hate and anger towards each other because we're both on the same page that we're working to the same goal yeah but if one person is doing it and the other isn't that's when it gets really tricky um it goes back to kind of what we were saying in the last episode of like prioritizing yourself first and then you'll be happier like i know that if i'm in a relationship where we're both prioritizing our lives i'm in a happy happier relationship because if you're canceling everything for me to prioritize me in a certain sense to see me more to do whatever in turn we're gonna have a worse relationship you know and the last thing that i want to say on this topic was um the dating stage in the relationship i've never realized how significant it is until now kind of and like looking back on my past dating stages in the beginning of my past relationships and how they related to how the relationship was it's actually so telling it's so funny because i look back on my past relationships and think think about like the before we were official stage and i'm just like wow like the what we did and how we did and all these things are so telling on like how the relationship went you know like how long the dating stage lasts like did we go on dates did it go straight to like hanging out like what were this like all these little things i realized do you realize though that you have the control in that too though in what sense like anything that ends too soon Mm -hmm. or that gets that gets comfortable too soon you're just as much to blame as your partner you know like if like if you're feeling like you just started dating someone and now you're not even doing dinners with them anymore and and you're staying in Mm -hmm. then you have to ask yourself what did you do in order for for that to happen and i feel like right now that's kind of the vibe that i'm in is like really being in control of like what i'm doing and like how often i'm seeing somebody or like what we're doing because i look back in the past and i'm like just watching how my relationships have progressed into things I didn't like. And like now it's so true. Like I have this control and like just like having the knowledge and having the realization and having like the kind of like the bird's eye. Yeah. The bird's eye view of it. I'm very like, okay, I know how this is going to go. And I kind of want to have a little bit more control over like where this is going. Yeah. Like timing and stuff because yeah, it's easy for me to just like follow my heart and jump right into it and do what I want. But then I see where that's gotten me and I see that it's like not as good. And like now where I'm at now is like I'm trying to take so much of my time and I'm really trying to enjoy myself and like just like in- enjoy like the slowness of it. Mm-hmm. And I find that I'm so much happier and so much more like enjoying every moment, enjoying like everything that I go do, every date that I go on, like whatever it is, like I'm really just like, happy yeah you know and i think that's something that i've lacked in all my past dating and like relationship stages Mm -hmm. because it's always been like just too fast too soon like no time and effort i think that's what was missing and i feel like now i'm in this thing this place where there's so much time and effort and like i'm really taking the time to like enjoy it yeah and you didn't rush into it like even now where i'm at now i can see that i'm just like so much like at peace with like the journey does that make sense for sure and it's so true what you're saying that like you have control over that as well like Mm -hmm. obviously if you start calling him to come over every night at like 11 like at some point you guys are not going to go for dinner dates anymore he's just going to come over yeah i think what's most important about it is it's quality over quantity Mm -hmm. like i know you can like someone so much and you want to see them all the time but i rather see somebody and have the best two days a week then see someone every day and we get so into like the habits so yeah. early on, you know, because then that's when people like 
look, I don't want to say like everyone stops trying just because you're like living together mm. or, you know, you're always together. But I think that there is a specialness to when you like miss each other yeah. and then come back. And I think that's why I've always been driven to like long distance, yeah. which is like not always good. But I just like the idea of like, I'm going to go miss me. Yeah. Marinate in that. Think Let's about me. Think about me. You won't forget me. And then we'll circle back. And I'm 100% the same way. And I love missing someone. I love the idea of, I, I really like the feeling of And don't worry, every someone. girl will still like fucking test it out and be like, I miss yeah. you. I want to see you. And yeah. like, they'll do that like they're gonna because yeah just because i'm walking away doesn't mean i want to yeah i want to see you every fucking day and that's the funny push pull that's the funny part is like you really have to have that control that you're saying is you have to have the control if i like you i want to see you every day obviously Obviously. it's normal i want to see every day i if i could see every day i would be glad to see every day every day but i know that i need to not see you every day i know that it's a much better quality to not see you every day and I see you that two times a week and it's amazing every time that I see you because we're not overdoing it and seeing each other and obviously yeah as a relationship progresses you do see each other more and you fall into that thing but I think it's just about like enjoying and like controlling like the the amount of time that you give somebody and like you know like just just having control over your feelings because I could be really impulsive and be like I want to see you all the time like come over let's do this like let's hang out like let's do this but like then I see where that gets me. And I think people will say, oh, well, that's obviously like the honeymoon stage. That's the Mm. beginning when like you spend two days with them, but then you have your own life. But then it's so different when we're living together. Like I'm going to make it a pact with my husband that like even living together, we're not going to have seven days together. Like Mm. I will still prioritize my friends. I will still make a day for my family. Like I think that that's healthy even in when you're living with someone or you're like you're you're building a foundation. I Mm -hmm. think like, it's it's important for like your man to go out go out with his friends yeah have diff like because for example okay girls okay we love to gossip men they don't love that like women that's why you have your girlies to go see to catch mm-hmm. up with you get that dose that you're never gonna get from your partner this way when you go back to your partner you don't hate him for the things that he's not doing because you're getting them elsewhere right and i think that's so important it's like to not need everything from one person yeah. and i think that that's what will generate a good relationship and it's the control it's like if i start seeing every day i'm gonna start filling every need that i have with you exactly what i was trying to say thank you you know and then once you do that then then that's where it fucks up because now everything that i need every everything that i need fulfillment with is gonna have to come from you even though you're not maybe the best person to give it to me and you don't want that you don't want that i'm telling you you do there's not nothing want like that. having a relationship it's going good but you have your friends you're grabbing the glass of wine and you're just catching up and you're doing all the things you can't fucking do with mm-hmm. them and that's why and it's same so, for a man it's so important to do that in the beginning of the relationship because you're setting the tone you're setting the tone you're setting the boundary of like we're keeping our separate lives prioritize your friends prioritize your work prioritize your goals prioritize your life and then i'm gonna come after and in that in that way it's always gonna keep keep on that path you know because keep on moving keep on going keep on swimming (laughs) and you know like if you start a relationship where you guys devote all your time 24 7 to each other and like all your energy to each other you guys are both of you going to expect that for the course of that relationship. Oh, that? And once it to comes... Reverse yeah, that to after, reverse that. Good forget luck. it. Forget good it. Good luck. Then it's like, you don't love me. And then yeah. it's, it's a mess. What changed? And I can honestly say from experience, coming from like a relationship where I was living with someone and spending all my time with them. And obviously, like I, I actually did keep my life with that being yeah. said. But I think it was just more living with someone and spending so much time with somebody and like being out of that and just like kind of going back into dating, I'm like, I've never been more like happy in like a situation. Like I've never been more like at ease with like what's happening. Like yeah. just like every, like I've really created a lot of boundaries for myself. Whereas before I would act a lot on impulse and now I'm a little bit more like I want things to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And because I'm holding myself to that standard and not being so impulsive as I usually am, I'm happier actually. Yeah. I'm way happier and I'm like so, I can't even explain it, like stress enough how much I'm enjoying myself and it's so much better to just like, and you only realize it after, you know, like maybe you want to see somebody every day and you're like, oh, like I really want to see them. Like you're annoyed, you miss them. But then when you see them, 
you're like fuck it was so worth it that yeah. i did not see that person every single day mm-hmm. do you know yeah i know anyways so that being said <laughs> goals <laughs> We always talk about goals here. I actually love that. If our podcast wasn't called the Chemical X Podcast, it would be something about like manifesting mm. goals. Goal Some- diggers. Goal. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Rename. Rename. Goal diggers. Um, but yeah, obviously we're super goal oriented people. Yeah. And that's really important to us in our relationships, in life, mm-hmm. in everything. And I was having a conversation with somebody recently and we were talking about, you know, opportunities and opportunities are something that's actually so fucking scary. Like you could be anyone like I'm a, I love new opportunities. I love change. And yet when I come with an opportunity, there's always that hesitation to whether or not you should take it, whether or not it's the right decision, especially when it's a big change, like a new job, a new, yeah. a, a new partner, a new trip, you know, whatever it is that's big a big change it's actually very scary no matter how much and i think everyone could relate to that because once you get in the comfort zone it's like it's easy to fall in the trap of just like doing the same thing all the time but you actually have to step out of your comfort zone in order to grow yeah in order to you'll never grow if you stay in your comfort zone yeah and i was talking with this person and they had easy to get comfortable yeah that's why i think like sometimes you're not ready for something but you have to almost like skip the fog and just do it just for what the outcome could be yeah you know So I was talking to this person and basically we were just talking about, you know, like being ready for certain things and stuff like that. And, you know, we were just talking about how, like, if an opportunity comes to you, it's because you're ready for it. The universe will never give you an opportunity never that you're not ready for that you can't do you will never be brought something that you can't do and the worst that happens is you learn a lesson from it, which means that it had to happen. Yeah, you know, so already that being said that whatever opportunity you're given is something that you are extremely capable of doing mm-hmm. should give you some peace of mind on its own but also to be other, like this was meant for this me was meant in for some me. way yeah and also the other thing was like we were talking about how when you're faced with an opportunity and you feel afraid when you get to the point where you're actually afraid of that opportunity that's exactly when you know that it's an opportunity worth taking mm-hmm. because an opportunity that's not worth taking won't scare you. It's yeah. going to keep you in your comfort zone. It's something that please, it's, it's, it's safe. It's a safe bet, but the real true amazing opportunities are on the other side of fear. I swear I get a kick out of something that'll just like bring me back to life. Like, but, but it's, it's just crazy. It's really like, it'll make my stomach turn. Yeah. Like it'll be like such a disgusting feeling, mm-hmm. but I'm always trying to think of it like afterwards. And it's so hard. It's so hard because everyone has a big fear of the unknown. I think yeah. that's the scariest thing is like, what if, what could happen, you know? Yeah. And you know, the best example would be like when I was planning my trip to Australia, mm-hmm. I was planning this trip. I was saving for it. Every day I was thinking about this trip. I was it was a highlight of my life. I was so fucking excited. And then about like a couple of days before I was leaving. I remember we we're on FaceTime and you're like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? Like you spent yeah. all this time saving for it. You're you're finally here. You've been talking about this forever. Like, I don't get it. What, did you have a change of heart? Like, what's going on? So like a couple of days before I was leaving, I don't know if it was like a week or just a couple of days. I was like, genuinely, guys, genuinely, I was like, I don't want to go anymore. I don't want to go. Why am I doing this? What the fuck am I doing? I I was, and I, at the time, I didn't realize that I was terrified, but I just felt like I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, why am I doing this? And at the end of the day, I actually physically forced myself to go. There was not an ounce in my body that wanted to go anymore. Which is crazy. Which is crazy to think. I spent all this time excited, planning, planning, planning. And when it came down to it, I was terrified. I was like, I'm making the wrong decision. What am I doing? What am I doing? And thankfully- And that's that's one thing to always remember is that- your mind will always play tricks on mm-hmm. you. It'll always try and tell you like, no, you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really about overcoming those thoughts. Yeah. Because I feel like your brain has like two types of thoughts. It's like the ones that like, no, you should do this. Like it's going to be good for you. And yeah. then the ones that'll like cloud what you're thinking. Yeah. And the more you learn to kind of um, differentiate. Yeah. Differentiate and like control. You're able to kind of, do that more and more often where you just like ignore it yeah 
And I think honestly, for me at that time, I'm just really grateful that I had people around me, actually one person in particular that really like pushed me to go. And I don't know how to, would I, if I would have gone without that person, like I actually don't know if I would have, but I ended up going, I literally forced myself to go. And it was the best decision that I can confidently say that I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah. It has like absolutely changed the trajectory trajectory of my life it's changed who i am it was the best thing ever and i was so afraid i didn't even want to go yeah you know and it's that's the perfect example of like when you're afraid of something that's because that's when you know you have to do it Mm -hmm. and like just when i heard that i was like that's so fucking true like Mm -hmm. and it just made me feel like of anything that i was kind of like afraid of or like iffy about or like worried to like do that i was just like this is the right thing i'm just gonna jump into it and do it you know And I thought that was, you know, really powerful and really crazy because I think we so often don't even realize that we're convincing ourselves not to try for more, not to do more, not to take an opportunity because we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. And your mind, like you said, will play tricks on you and like you're easy, you're comfortable. You don't think that you want more. You don't even let yourself dream that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't even let yourself um, toy with the idea and I think a lot of people get into that phase. And I think a lot of successful people, the reason they're successful is because they, they're they always ready for a new opportunity. Because yeah. the thing is, is also when you keep taking opportunities, it gets, it's like anything in life, it gets easier and easier. Then you're like, you're almost like thriving for that thrill of a mm-hmm. new opportunity, you know? But if you never do it and you always stay in your comfort zone, it's always going to be haunting you. Yeah. And another quote that I really loved and thought you know because we're the quote police apparently yeah i'm uh fucking quote day (laughs) veronica before starting this episode it's like i have a couple quotes i want to add in the episode i'm like you do your thing girl i will follow (laughs) so so um, get them all out out. you're back from australia you're feeling good (laughs) so my last quote of the day is you need to give up your old life in order to get your new one and i thought that's so true because it's the same thing as like you can't walk through a, a new door if you don't close the one behind you. It's the same thing. Like the the fear, the fear of a new opportunity is the fact that you're giving up your old life in a sense. You're giving that up and you're stepping into the unknown and you have no idea what's going to happen. But you don't realize it's going to be the best thing that's ever yeah. happened to you. Always, always, always. It's actually, it's actually and always. And it's so true. Like the universe will literally never give you anything that you are not ready for Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with the universe will never give you anything if you haven't done the work yeah to deserve it to deserve it so bringing it back to relationships okay i'll I'll give you like a little bit of an example um you're in a you're you're single but you're still talking to your ex you're still lingering around like i was still like you're keeping all your options open but you're still not letting go of the past yeah the universe will never bring you someone new. Never. If you're always leaving every door open, you're never allowing time for a new opportunity, a new relationship to flourish. Yeah. And also nobody wants baggage. Nobody wants things that are left, you know, 100% open. Like just close that fucking door, move the fuck on. But and just, get ready for the new stuff in your life. Exactly. And like people are just so afraid that if they close that door, then it's the fucking last door it's that always, was ever going to be open. But like, it's always better. It's always, it's always better. You're, even the person that you're going to meet when you're still with one foot in the door of your ex is not going to be the person that's for you. You need to literally close, close everything door. behind you and be ready to accept whatever's going to happen. Yeah. And that's when you're going to find a truly good opportunity. Yeah. And sure, look, sometimes it happens where... You're still talking to the ex and you actually meet your fucking husband. But look, that's not the majority of the time, okay? It's you just yeah. really but in then, everything yeah, but you even need that, to close the door. Even that person who does that faces a lot of other problems after when they're in their new relationship. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't given themselves the time. They haven't it, it's there's a lot of things and guys, I truly believe like you have to close every door before you move on because it's the mind it's actually your mindset of allowing yourself to be afraid, allowing yourself to jump into the unknown. And that is what's going to change you. It's not what's to come. It's the the idea that you're accepting any opportunity that's going to come to you and accepting whatever the new thing is. And you're not looking back. The reason why, sorry, the reason why people won't grow when they keep the door 
fucking open behind them is because they're not truly committing to the unknown. They're committing to the safe space of like, ah, but I, but I like this. Literally, but like, this is not so it's bad, making but- the commitment to be like, no, that's done. And then that's it. And yeah, then- you're never going to grow unless you jump in and unless yeah. you commit to whatever's going to happen. And, and you don't know. Yeah. The unknown. And like the universe the can can give you anything you want on it. I truly believe the universe yeah. can give you anything you want, but why would the universe go out of their way to give you something that you weren't strong enough to do on your own? Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, you get that like leap of faith or whatever, but for the most part, they're not going to gift you with something when you are in limbo stage. Yeah. Like when you, when you don't have the strength to move on from something, like you have to go through that in order to be strong, in order to be receiving and accepting of the new thing in your life. Exactly. But if you can't do it, then the, like, god the universe they're just seeing it as like you're not ready yeah i totally agree i have a friend who like she won't she won't get rid of her ex she she knows he's not for her but she's just lingering around and and then she's like i know i'm like i'm turning i'm 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 almost 30 like what am i doing but i'm like you don't realize but the pattern of the four extra years you've just been lingering around still talking to your ex is the reason you haven't met a new partner is the reason why a lot of your problems are still and even Here. regardless of the opportunity thing, it's also when you keep your ex in the picture, everybody you meet, you're now um, relating to them. You're now saying like, okay, how does he compare to my ex? How does he compare to my ex? How does he compare to my ex? Because the ex is still in the picture. You haven't closed that book. Once you fucking close that door, close book, close door, whatever. <laughs> Everything's closed, okay? <laughs> Once you move on from that, then you're seeing people on a, a clean slate. Yeah. You're just, you're just foggy. You're not seeing clearly. You're not seeing straight. And it's just like, it's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your future. And it's not good for new opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's just not good for you. If you know something isn't for you and you want to change, then you got to be ready to let go of your old life. Totally agree. And any anything is not going to come easy. Everything is always going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take a lot of courage to get over that fear, to get over that attachment, to get over whatever it is. It's always going to be difficult. It's always going to be difficult, but you have to do it. If you want something that's worth it, you have to do it. And if you, if you aren't willing to make that sacrifice, then you don't deserve what it is that's worth it. And you won't get it. And you won't get it. No, that's why you're not going to get it because you don't deserve it. You know, because good things don't come easy. That's my last quote of the day. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I think this was a, a very nice motivational episode. Take your time, have control over your life, and take every fucking opportunity, baby. Fucking damn right, I have goosebumps. And up fuck to your th- ex. <laughs> and not like fuck him, just no. like fuck him in the sense where you close the door. Close the door. <laughs> close the door on your ex. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode of the Chemical X Podcast. You can always get some positivity here. You know, two driven girls. We're going to tell you what the fuck you need to do because I know you know it. So just do it. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below and leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts.